in dealing with our borderline, we're always looking for ways to work around them, ways to make life better for them, ways to, I guess, invent a better mousetrap. Is that possible? Welcome to this podcast of My Inner Torch. Building a better mousetrap. Is that even impossible? I mean, the design for the mousetrap has been around for eons. And so I kind of liken building a better mousetrap to creating a better relationship with our borderline. Is it possible? And the more I think about it, the more I have to say the unequivocal answer to that question is no. You're not going to build a better mousetrap. Essentially, you're going to sustain if you choose to sustain. Remember, the borderline may fight or flee. There are those who say and those who do. If you haven't listened to that podcast, I did. I think that is the title, Those Who Say and Those Who Do. There are borderlines who threaten and then there are borderlines who just do. They just disappear. So how can you build a better mousetrap? The answer is, as I said before, I don't think you can. The more and more time that goes by in my relationship with my UPPD wife, the more I realize that I'm certainly welcome to remain in the relationship because she's one of those borderlines who say and not necessarily do. So yeah, maybe on a really bad day, my wife may flee somewhere down the line. But for right now, she basically told me that if I'm happy to accept the parameters of the relationship as they are today, then hey, game on. So invariably, we have to take a step back and say, do we want to continue to build this better mousetrap to make something better that is already there and is already serving and is already functioning? So the way I liken it is to how the relationship currently is. If the the relationship is stable, if the relationship is just, you know, you accepting your borderline and kind of living around them, orbiting around their emotional orbit, trying to kind of get through the day, then, you know, that's okay. Can you make it better? Um, Probably not. Can they make it better? You know, there's a, a lot of discussion about how borderlines operate, how they can, maybe if they're open and receptive to having counseling, that they can make themselves better. But again, they have to be open. They have to be ready. They have to be willing to change. And in many cases, people with borderline personality disorder are distrustful to begin with. They're not going to trust their therapist. They may go through 10 therapists or they may not be honest. And so therefore, no real gain, no real uh, reinvention of the wheel or the mousetrap in this case is taking place. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that I think You have to take a step back and we have to be responsible for our own participation, for our own investment in the relationship with the borderline. And we have to decide, really, is it worth it? And I know this has been almost a common theme in 30 plus podcasts now. MyInnerTorch at gmail.com. Your suggestions, your comments, again, always welcome. But a lot of people write to me and they say, you know, what do I do? How do I change the borderline? How do I make things better? Should I stay? Should I go? You know, that question really falls on your shoulders. You are the referee of this game that you're in. Otherwise, you surrender the power 
to the borderline. And then you are subject to their whims, their splitting, their detaching, their ghosting. It's taken me a very, very, very long time to really fully realize the relationship that I'm in and to really see it for what it is. And, and I have to tell you that when you do come out of the fog, if you're still in the fog, if you're still in denial, if you're still thinking, you know, maybe this person is going to come back. They are going to be the person that they originally were. You know, when you come out of that, folks, I got to tell you something. It is very, very, it's blinding. It's blinding with hurt. It's blinding with disappointment. You feel duped. You feel like you've wasted your time. You feel stupid. You feel silly. You feel embarrassed. This is when you don't really want to tell people that you've been in this relationship that is completely dysfunctional for X amount of time. It's hard. And I deal with it every day. I am happier now than I've ever been. I guess happy probably is not the right word, but perhaps I'm I'm aware, I'm self-aware more than I've ever been. And it's actually made it easier for me to accept my circumstance, no less easier to stomach or to, you know, kind of be in the reality of saying, Hey, this is what it is. But I'm actually pretty happy that I've made it this far to be able to sit here and to tell you in these podcasts and maybe enlighten you, my inner torch at gmail.com. Is it working for you? Am I getting through to you? Am I making a difference? You know, certainly I see that this podcast is increasing in its listenership. So are people listening because it's an oddity, because it's a curiosity? Or are people listening because they get some sort of information that they can liken their relationship to mine and say, you know what? Yeah, I see some similarities here. This is why a lot of people are on Quora. If you go on Quora.com and you follow some people that talk about BPD relationships, you're going to find that you get a lot of comfort and solace in reading their postings. And I've read a lot of information in previous podcasts from what I have found on Quora, because this is like reading people's personal diaries of their experiences with people with borderline personality disorder or who they suspect have borderline personality disorder. Let's look at it as being relational abuse, whether it's BPD, NPD, you know, ASPD, which is antisocial personality disorder. Doesn't matter. These are all cluster B. They all kind of overlap with each other. You may find that your person, the person that your your significant other may have narcissistic tendencies, much like my wife does. Uh, There's no strict pattern that they follow. You know, these are just symptoms that you look at, behaviors that they display, and you can say, okay, that's borderline. Yeah, okay, that's narcissistic, but it's cluster B. It's a personality disorder. And the end justifies the means because the end is resulting in what we call relational abuse. Not a lot has been written about relational abuse. You come to think about it as being maybe a father abusing a son or daughter, a mother abusing a father, a father, you know, abusing the mother, but it's relational. When you have a relationship with somebody and that person is abusive, then it is in and of itself relational abuse. And it doesn't matter whether it's cloaked by BPD, NPD, ASPD, any of the cluster B, cluster A, or cluster C personality disorders. 
It's relational abuse, pure and simple. And we have to decide at the end of the day, how do we deal with it? And can we make it better? And really, you can only make it better for yourself. So yes, I guess I'm going to be a hypocrite here and go back on my first answer when I said, can you build a better mousetrap? And when I said, no, you can't. Yes, you can. But that mousetrap is going to be of your design, not of the person with BPD or MPD or ASPD. It's not going to be. They are not going to design a better mousetrap for you. You have to make the relationship what you want it to be, what you can tolerate. And if that person is continuously raging and continuously threatening you and continuously detaching and splitting, then you need to decide whether or not you wish to remain because it is up to you. You have to make the change. Stop waiting for them to change because they will not. They won't. They can't. And that's really hard to accept. That's why all the emails that I get from people saying, you know, I think, I suspect, you know, but I I need to go back. Why? Why? That is your choice. Again, I'm not in the relationship, so I can't sit here and say to you, yes, you must leave. No, you should stay. This is what I want you to do. This is what you should do. Each situation is different. Everybody's relationship is different. But it really is up to you. So it's self-empowerment. Trust in yourself. This is something I've talked about in previous podcasts. And I encourage you to, to listen to all of the podcasts sort of in sequential order because it is really kind of an evolution of my situation, of my getting through, of my awakening through these podcasts. This is very cathartic for me to be able to relate to you my experiences, because now I can start to draw a lot of parallels. And so now for me, I actually have triggers, things my wife will say kind of trigger me and say, oh, wow, she said that before. Now it all makes sense. The gaslighting, the comments, which are frequent and abusive and nasty and derogatory and hurtful. These are all comments that have played out before in a different scenario. And I took them differently at the time because I wasn't aware There's so much to be aware of when you're in these relationships because you just don't know. You're confused, and rightly so. Borderlines, when they reveal themselves to you or narcissistic people, when you start to understand and you become self-aware, it's threatening to them. They're losing the power that they have over you, the power of confusion. The chameleon now has changed so many times, their colors and patterns. Now you recognize it. And that's where I am today. I can sit here and definitely tell you, I recognize my wife's behaviors. I accept them. I give emotional allowances, but you know what? Who knows how long I'm going to continue to do so because now I'm aware. Now I see it. My inner torch at gmail.com. Again, thank you for listening. Thank you for making me part of your day. And I certainly hope that my words ring true or perhaps enlighten you, open your eyes, bring you out of the fear, obligation, and guilt, the fog that you may be in. This is why you may be listening. Thank you for staying part of this. New podcasts, Fridays, 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. I look forward to speaking with you again. Until then, be well, and in whatever you do, be good. This has been my Inner Torch.